Uh, what inspired um, the idea of this film? Ah, I haven't actually had that question. Maybe it's the way you phrase it. I, <laughs> I, I think I just wanted to tell a candid story of Joburg. You know, it was like, like a, a story of a place. Because I, I kind of always watch films and then I, South African films. And then I'm like, but where are they? You know what I mean? When I watch a New York story, as, you know, I like Woody Allen films and those Spike Lee films and, you know, Martin Scorsese films. All the films that I love always tell me about a place. You know, I'm always like, ah, that's where it's happening. I want to go there. I get it. I get the place. Whereas when I watch a lot of films I, for that we make, I'm like, okay, it was a story, but I don't know where those people are exactly, you know? Um, um, so that for me was the first thing. And then because of that, the place is not just the buildings, it's, the, it's problems. You know, I was like, so I wanted to talk about kind of like the problems, the socio-kind of political things. You know, there's the fact that we've got like so much casual racism in, in, South, in Joburg, in South Africa, in this middle-class place. Like, that can, a black guy, if he's in a suit and so on and so me as I'm like I'm, I think I'm known as a South African entity but if I was walking in a certain neighborhood in my shorts and flip flops I'm you know I might be seen as a criminal I might get like ADT coming to me and you know so that kind of stuff is still part of the culture and the place but then at the at, you know but the plot of the film is a kind of life love story and a, and a love triangle or is it a love triangle those kind of things but that, you know that I feel like if I had made if I had made a movie just talking about that kind of situation, I wouldn't want to watch it. You know, I yeah. wouldn't want to watch a movie that has those other layers yeah. that that, that put, plays it in the culture. You know, yeah. if I'm going to make a movie set in South Africa, of course there's going to be racism because that's one of the capitals of racism on the planet. We just came out of it, yeah. but it's not about that. It's part of just this place, the kind of what do you call it? The materials that make up the the place. It's not just the sole thing. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, without giving you know too much away, what can the viewers expect visually according to the, the themes or the subject matters you've mentioned will be in the movie? How do you mean visually? Like, like, vis- like what kind of treat? Oh, like, yes. um, well, I mean, look, it's it's. I I I wanted to. It was a love letter to Joe, as I say, and I want to show the the place. You know, I want to kind of when I've watched this film, we're in America with British people. We're in outside of South Africa. There's a set, the people say, "Wow, I want to go to that place." So for me, it was important to paint it in a way that was. I, mean, I remember the production designer saying, "I wanted to shoot in town," you know, and there's like hobos and stuff like that. Where Max took a bus and he's in town and he's running, he took a wrong bus, he'd been drinking because this movie is like he drinks every night and then there's, so he's in the bus and he gets knocked out and when he wakes up, he's going to vets but then when he wakes up, he's missed his stops and he's lost so he has to run across town to get to this place And but for me it was about showing the city you know. Mm-hmm. and then the production designer was like, yeah but it's so dirty, it's so yeah. I was like yeah, that's, that's Joburg I want to show that part, you know it's, it's beautiful as well, it's not the dirt and all of that, there's people, it's you know, there's wealth, there's poverty, and then also I wanted to show the different parts of it. There's parts where it's dirty, and there's parts that are getting gentrified, and there's parts mm-hmm. that are... So yeah. that was, for me, that kind of thing. Okay. Did you always know that you were going to go into filmmaking? Yeah. Since I was in high school. 
I knew that I was going to make stand-up comedy and mm-hmm. movies. I took a little bit longer with directing of movies, but I always knew that. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're also part of the film, right? You're acting um, in the film. Yeah. Um, how does Gakhiso, the comedian that we know, um, contrast with Gakhiso or the character that you play in Max. the film? Max. Um, I think there's... there's I mean, as a commentator, I think Max is a bit of a commentator, which is similar to a comedian. But as a character, he's a lot more morose. You know, he's a more of a cynical, dark guy. He's not. I think Kahizo, the 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 comedian, is a bit more naughty and more kind of a bit more fun. You know, whereas Max is very down on the world. He really does not. He just thinks like they should fucking raise it all and start again. You know, which is also part of his charm because he also is like a kind of lovable guy and all of that, you know. Yeah. Okay. So how challenging was it though, channeling the, the morose guy? Or was, was it challenging at all? Was it easy? Um, because I wrote the script, so it okay. was uh, in the writing of the thing, it was the character that I was creating. So mm-hmm. to make it, I knew where to go to get those kind of things, you know, because he was also cynical. People are always outwardly cynical, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're dark, then they also will tell you things that are just why would you say something like that? That's not a nice thing to say, you know? They don't say nice things. So Max has that kind of like, you know, that edge, that cutting yeah. edge where you're like, hey man, you need to relax. So, and you, you could say that even in that I mean, I think I've got that yeah. in me, you know? Yeah. It's not like a, I had to go, I think there are parts where people have gone, you need a fucking sleep, man. You need a holiday. <laughs> since, you know? since you wrote the script, did you write Max for yourself or were you just writing the script for... I was, I was, I mean, I was hoping to get the part, but I was open to other people playing it. But then I'm, I was, I also, because it was also going to be difficult to. The more I wrote, the better I thought I could play it. Okay. And then, and then the, the, but then I didn't want to go to people and go, look, I haven't directed a movie. I'd like four and a half million bucks. It's a movie I wrote, but I also, also, I'm going to play the guy. And then it was going to be just too much, you know, for somebody to kind of back it in that way. So I said, I'm thinking of these guys, but I'd also like to audition, you know. And then it, it created a sense of, okay, this man is responsible about. And then I just throw it in there, and then I throw it in there a little bit. And then, <laughs> and then the other people that I threw in were people that I knew we couldn't get. It was like... Mm, most deaf was the one character, and another character was like Wyatt Snack, who's just like some characters oh, yeah. on America. And Akin, Akin was, you know, he was the most likely to play Max if I wasn't gonna do it. Okay, so so um, since since well, despite the fact that you know we we mentioned the contrast, like you're comedic, he's cynical, but I mean in a way. Um, Comedy does rise out of cynicism yeah, in yeah. a way. So, do you think that um, Max does show that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, it is like the, also the reason why I thought I could play Max was the that that you know because it's yeah. a comedy. But then I didn't want it to be one of those movies where we're playing for gags in that way. Yeah. I wanted the comedy to kind of be in that moment. It's in discussions and we're having these kind of conversations. And I thought that rhythm of the comic is great because you are able to kind of drop these kind of, you know, these gags, these kind of like slices, but you, 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 you know, but it's still in conversation. Because I like the fact that these guys are constantly, it's like talking back and forth. And then it's, and then you have all of these funny moments and these funny lines and all of that kind of stuff. Which is, which I thought might be difficult for People who are not 
I thought that it was a strength of a comedian. Like there's a the scene that I have with Luis Ogola. I mean, he's it's unbelievable. I mean, even you know people were like, yeah, but as an actor, oh, how's he gonna you know? And then brought him into that part, and then he's it's unbelievable. But also it was the the pro of it is that it's great on screen. But the the con is that when you perform, when he's performed, because he's a comedian, he's not used to the other actor. So yeah. a lot of the scene, I'd, I'd say a thing, and then he'd think that he has to carry those. So he'd just continue talking and mm. talking, and then you'd be like, yo, we've got great <laughs> stuff, but you know, it's a two-way discussion here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it worked very well. It worked very well. Okay, so last two like very fun questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever caught feelings for somebody? And the feeling wasn't mutual. And how did you deal with it? Um, yeah, a lot. I actually had a, I had a, <laughs> I had a late. I think part of the, the when I was at university, there was this girl that I went out with. Shame, man. She's gonna read this, and the people. Uh, it was, and I mean, I was kind of hooked on her. You know, we had a thing, and then she got over it. She was like, "Yo, man." And then I was hooked. You know, she would say things. I'd be there in her bed, and she'd be like, "Why do you do this? Why?" You know. <laughs> And I'd still be, what a fucking, I mean, what a pathetic position. And, and, then, and, then, and then I remember then my housemate, then she hooked up with my my housemate. But the whole time I was trying to block, you know, because I was like, what are you doing, man? Come on, what the fuck? And one day, one day she, they came, I was at my house, and then they came in the night. And when we ever, whenever we made love, we, she, we would put on music incense and then she had these bangles that obviously were clad yeah. obviously in the <laughs> love making and then she came with that dude that day man and it was well, you know those ones where you're hearing the bangles <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's, I mean you know you can hear the ritual oh this is a ritual from that was that was little lit that was little lit mm. yeah okay the last one have, has anyone ever caught feelings for you and you were like Oh, but I imagine all the time. I don't know. <laughs> no, so I don't know. Never, I mean, you never know. I mean, yeah, I, know, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, but I'm not. You know, like, I mean, there's some yeah. people where you 